Hello and welcome to St. Augustine this evening, the Mike Davis Show. Mike Davis is still traveling in parts unknown. I hope that you all had a fantastic Halloween. I've got Clay in studio. Clay, did you have a happy Halloween? I did. Thank you very much. (gasps) You're on camera. That's all you get. Man, we're going to get like 400 more views because Clay turned on the Clay Gam. So there you go, ladies. You did it without the horse. It was the horse filter yesterday, right? Oh, yeah. 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 That didn't go well for you. (laughs) All right. So so that Mike Davis can't afford to come home from wherever he is traveling, we're going to make some money. We've got South State Bank, the team at South State Bank. They are a group of bankers you can count on. Their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business. If you are looking for a banking relationship you can depend on, check out South State Bank. They've got three locations to serve you in St. Augustine, State Road 312, State Road 16, or you can bump into Mike Davis at the branch on the beach. You can also visit them at SouthStateBank.com. They are a member FDIC. We also have our friends at SolarStick. SolarStick was established in 2006. They are a local portable power company proudly committed to American manufacturing, constant innovation, and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. SolarStick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. SolarStick, changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing. All things we agree with here at the Mike Davis Show. We also have Solomon Services. The team at Solomon Services are the premier place for personal training in St. Augustine. They specialize in small group strength and fitness development, athletic development for team and individual sports performance, sports injury-related training, state-of-the-art center with indoor and outdoor turf areas. All their coaches are certified through the National Strength and Conditioning Association. You can call them today and make an appointment at 904-461-461. 9945, or you can visit their website, solomonservices.com. They want to help you get stronger, St. Augustine. Now we have A to Z. They offer free estimates and have been serving St. John's County for over 20 years in the construction industry. They offer painted metal roofs for saltwater area homes with warranties for up to 25 years. They offer shingle roofs with warranties for up to 50 years. They also install tile roofing, cedar shake, shingles, designer roofing, and flat roofing roof covering recent job photos and material descriptions can be seen at a to z roofing and waterproofing.com call chuck mccone and his team for all your roofing needs and it's always a good day when i get through cedar shake shingles without stumbling that's a hard (laughs) one (laughs) all right so i'm not sitting here alone i have my friends from the salvation army thank you sergeant richard white for joining us Uh, tonight thank you very much thank you also to kim malot uh Oh, I messed it up. I so had it right. Matola. You got it. Okay. Kimberly and Matola, thank you for joining us again. Yeah. Um, so how was your Halloween? I had a great Halloween. You had a great Halloween? Yeah, I had lots of trick-or-treaters out. And yeah? It was fun. You have a big neighborhood something or other? Yeah, a lot yeah. more kids than I'm used to back in Oklahoma, so it was nice. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, what do you kid, it was Beetlejuice, and yeah. he looked like the real Beetlejuice. Yeah, it was pretty good. So I've seen a lot of really invested, very good Beetlejuice costumes this year. And I'm curious. Is like, he on the comeback? I guess so. I mean, they. I guess they're doing the sequel, right? Like oh, they I announced a sequel. Okay. Michael Keaton's going to reprise the role. Oh. Winona Ryder's going to be in it. I think Jenna Ortega, the Wednesday right. actress, oh, yeah. is going to be the next generation. I don't know. But yeah, I emptied my candy bowl like two and a half times. So. Yeah. Yeah, we had to keep refilling our candy bowl, too. We always have, like, a big cookout out front. 
Okay. And so everyone can, you know, trick or treat, come and go, grab a hot dog, grab a hamburger Mm -hmm. as you're walking past. And we have like spooky music out front. We do decorations and, you know, just silliness. So any fun costumes this year? Did you guys dress up? I saw a lot of Barbies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That seems fitting. She made a comeback this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had to wear a costume. You didn't wear one? I had a monster shirt on. Yeah. Does that count? (laughs) Yeah, I had a skeleton shirt. Um, our, like I said, we do a party every year, but usually my husband's not working. And usually, like, we have all day to set up and we're doing it as a team. And this year, my husband got caught up and he was late. I got caught up with um, with a Zoom tutoring class that I do. And so everything was, was late this year. So I didn't get my costume on. So I just had a skeleton t-shirt. Did you dress up? I was a bunny. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. The last time I was a bunny was on Easter. I was a Playboy bunny. Yeah. <laughs> so scandalous. Maybe, maybe not as right, right. family friendly. Right. I didn't buy the Easter bunny. Co- so I have a friend who's a certified clown and she randomly called me and said that her friend w- needed an Easter bunny for an event. And so she got me a job as an Easter bunny. Oh, I don't know. Uh, okay. My memoirs are shaping up nicely. Clay, did you dress up for Halloween? Uh, not yesterday, but when I was out in the woods, uh, you, Halloween, I did. Yes. You dressed up for Halloween in the woods? Yeah. Halloween, it's uh, like a four-day music festival and people just dress up the whole time. So. Okay. So you're not the reason why there's Sasquatch videos in Colorado? No, I didn't dress up as that. Nope. What do you dress up as? Uh, a, well, I just use my Renaissance Fair stuff. Right on. That works. Slash steampunk. Yeah. I was going to dress up in one of my, like, I was going to recycle costumes too. It was, it's just that year. <laughs> I have so many. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. I, my family gets really into it. And so we have lots of like family Halloween costumes that we've done. And so we just, anytime anyone needs a costume for anything, they always text us to well, see. I'm pretty sure the only one I have is a Winnie the Pooh costume. Yeah. And one time in your life is enough to wear that. <laughs> I wasn't doing it again. Especially in Florida. That's got to be warm it, to wear. It would have been. That's true. Yeah. I did get a free taco the last time I wore it. Oh. So, yeah. Well, that's nice. That's kind of like the guy that would walk around as like a modern day pirate with the parrot on his shoulder. Do you remember him? He'd wear the neon green shorts and he'd walk mm. over the Bridge of Lions. He was a retired guy and really? he would just take his walks and people would call him a pirate and ask to take pictures with him. So he just did it every day and he would get like free bar tabs <laughs> nice. and he became famous until his wife moved him somewhere else to like, stop him from walking around without a shirt on as a um, pirate. I wonder what I could get out of the Winnie the poo. I'm certain <laughs> you that should you definitely could. try it. Yeah, uh, Nights of Lights. I'm mm-hmm. certain you could get a bar tab or a free meal as Winnie the Pooh. I might downtown. have to pass. <laughs> <laughs> they give me a Dr Pepper. I might do it. Yeah, you could probably do that. So in my household, as soon as Halloween is done, as soon as we've rolled in all of the the food that we have outside for trick-or-treating, my daughter is ready to put up a Christmas tree. I knew it. I yeah. knew you were going to say that. 100%. No, when I, when I went in last night, yeah. I carried Mr. Skeleton from the front porch and put him away. Yep. Literally on the way in. Yeah, she is ready to completely de-spooky the house. She has already decorated her desk in Christmas decorations that she had squirreled away from last year that I didn't know were hiding somewhere. So have we forgotten Thanksgiving? So her argument is that November 1st, it's Christmas for three days, the day before, <laughs> the day of Thanksgiving, and the day after Thanksgiving, it's Thanksgiving. And then it goes back to Christmas again. 
Fair enough. Never heard that, but okay. <laughs> that is that is wow. her idea. So she would listen to Christmas music all year, mm. and she would watch Christmas movies all year. So we had to put a restriction on her that she couldn't do it mm. until November first without her headphones because she's driving everybody crazy. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I didn't want her to make her siblings hate Christmas. See, I don't. I don't decorate for um, Halloween. I decorate for fall. Mm-hmm. So I still have turkeys and yeah. pumpkins up until like the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Then, my, my wife already said I was moving a couch and we're putting up a Christmas tree like yeah. now. So, <laughs> so it's time. Normally I'm like you and I'm like, nope, Thanksgiving is a thing. Yeah. We're keeping autumn. So I do have some, we added more spooky stuff this year. Usually it's pumpkins and fall stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we added more spooky stuff this year because my kids are getting a little older and they can handle it. Um, but you know, all the spooky stuff normally goes away and then it's just autumn in our house until Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. and Thanksgiving, like part of the aftermath of Thanksgiving is cleaning up all all of the orange (laughs) and replacing it with red and green Mm -hmm. Christmas trees. Um, but you know, this year we're going to do it early. I have, I have surgery right after Thanksgiving. And Mm -hmm. so. If it's going to happen, it has to happen early. I will say that it was interesting giving out candy in my shorts. Now, obviously, <laughs> today it's a little cooler, but yeah, yeah, my friends back in Oklahoma, it's in the 20s. Oh, wow. So they moved some of their festivities indoors, so I'm liking this a lot. Yeah. So I always thought that it was cool that it was cold in movies and TV shows when I was a kid and trick-or-treating. I was always like, man, I'm sweating in my costume. That stinks. Then I went to college up in New York <laughs> and had my first cold Halloween. And I was like, this is for the birds. I spend all this time on this costume and it's mm-hmm. under a coat and nobody can see it. Right. Yeah, and that's, that's even right. as a college student because mm-hmm. I, I always dress up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's yeah, I can't do that. It's a lot of time and energy spent on a costume that no one's going to see. Right. <laughs> I do have a Christmas tree in my office yeah. all year round, though. Yeah. Because at the Salvation Army, it's always Christmas. It's always that's Christmas. True. So that's there is true. a mini tree. It's probably like that tall. Yeah. Always there. (laughs) And that's kind of why you're here today, because it's synonymous. Salvation Army is synonymous for the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. Some people don't feel like it's Christmas until they hear that bell. And so in my household, it's transitioning to Christmas. I know that since you guys do so much during the Christmas season that you have to already have been in planning. Oh, since July? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes we think about Christmas almost all all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, we're, we are Christmas people, yeah. Um, but it's that time of year where we celebrate the birth of Christ. So yeah. that makes it even more special. But mm-hmm. you think going into this year, um, my heart's a little heavy for there's a lot of people in need. There are a lot of people. Um, in need. We we're gonna we're gonna get about 150 turkeys and buying food for Thanksgiving even mm-hmm. before Christmas. We're gonna mm-hmm. help folks with that. Um, we had a lady in the office a day that we filled up her cart with food and. Um, I understand she couldn't pay her, her electric bills like $700 wow. and she was having a tough time paying it. And I'm thinking, you know, so thankfully we were able to give them something to eat, but there's going to be a lot of people. That's what makes Christmas so important for us is mm-hmm. to raise the dollars. We need to be able to continue to do that for folks. Yeah. And with the economy being the way it is, I, I mean, our applications for the angel tree program in particular skyrocketed They're like 200% up. Yeah. It always falls. We're not with Amanda it's, anymore. I know. It's <laughs> we spare no expense for the graphics here on the 904, and this is what happens. Oh well. So that's my that's always my thought whenever we go through a tight time with the economy is just the 
the increased need across the country. Now, what happens, and I think this is the blessing, we all worry about, well, will people give as much? Mm -hmm. I think they give more when times are like this. Mm -hmm. You would think they wouldn't have it to give, but I think people are more sensitive. So they drop a little bit more in our kettles. Mm -hmm. I send a little bit more through the mail, which helps because our money at Christmas helps us during the holiday season. But we also count on that throughout the year to Mm -hmm. to run our programs. Absolutely. So those red kettles aren't just funding the support at the holidays. That's really, is it one of your primary fundraisers throughout the year? You know, the income is important. Uh, The visibility, I think, is equally Mm -hmm. important because we have, you know, 20 some billboards out at the stores for you know, 30 days roughly. And yeah. I think that generates us in people's minds. So it mm-hmm. uh, can contribute to the giving. So we get, you know, a pretty good chunk of our income will come between now and the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's how I learned that the Salvation Army was a thing as a child was because I would see the bell ringers and I'd see the red kettles. And, you know, as a child, I always remember my brother and I would beg my mom for money to give. And we'd run up and, you know, always have that interaction with mm-hmm. one of your volunteers. And I think what's really call. interesting is that I've, I've grown to believe that the bell ringing in the Salvation Army, it's really not about us anymore. It's almost like it's entrenched in American tradition. I mean, it really is. anytime you watch a Christmas movie, you're going to see a Salvation Army kettle somewhere. Mm-hmm. And um, you think of the we've got 500 volunteer hours already signed up to ring bells. Mm-hmm. Well, that's individuals who are. Their parents teaching their kids mm-hmm. to volunteer to give back. What a great way to do it, to come out, stand at a kettle and ring. Um, it teaches the kids they're giving back. Or like we were talking earlier about doing the angel tree, and they look forward to going out and buying gifts and, and giving that to kids who need it. And sometimes I'll get uh, letters in the mail from grown adults yeah. who received these gifts as kids mm-hmm. and talk about the lifelong impact that it makes. And I think wow. we just do it. But it really is a huge impact. There are there are literally our kids in this town that if we didn't do this, they wouldn't get anything for Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. And so what I'm hearing is, can you volunteer with your children? Can your children be with you at the oh. kettle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, children can actually volunteer on their own for community service hours for school. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they like, if they're younger than 16, um, we ask that a parent be there. Okay. Um, they don't have to stand at the kettle, but, you know, close. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but whole families will do it, you know, they'll even bring their family pet. Yeah. You know, get a lot of attention. <laughs> Wear their and, silly yeah. costumes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And people dress up and they make mm-hmm. it fun. And, um, we have a couple, um, volunteers who make, um, the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the boys and girls club every week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually most of the ladies who make the sandwiches have volunteered to ring the bell this year. Yeah. And there's a two of them that they're always at Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. They do like a, a four-hour shift and they sing the whole time. Wow. The whole, they come back with an overflowing bucket Yeah, and they have the best time and they have the best stories and they love everybody that walks by and they talk mm-hmm. to everybody that walks by and they, they're just so joyous out there and they love doing it and they can't yeah. wait to sign up every year. That's fantastic. Yeah, they love doing it. I have great Danes that uh, love all attention and they are big attention getters when we walk downtown so they could be some very helpful mascots they for the red look kettles. like little statues standing <laughs> yeah. right next to you there yeah well they have um christmas sweater one of, we have a christmas sweater for one um that's kind of neat we just got a second one um so now we have two girls uh sisters and so yeah 
That could be fun. So where yeah. would we go to sign up? Um, online at www.registertoring.com. Okay. I think mm-hmm. we shared that link last time you mm-hmm. were on. Yes. Um, Clay, could you find that? Are you there now? Yep, there it is. Yep, I got it popped up. You're fantastic. Thank you, Clay. Um, so that would be a really fun thing to do with my family, I know. And I encourage all of you out there to sign up to ring a bell, help people in the Salvation Army, help the people that need help. And yeah, if, you, if, you, if you stop by or go to a store after November the 18th, roughly, and you uh-huh. don't see somebody out there ringing a, a bell, mm-hmm. that means that somebody didn't yeah. go to register to ring. So they mm-hmm. want to do it. Got to go to register. If you wonder why ring. nobody's there, it's because we didn't have anybody volunteer. All right. So you start so. November the 18th. Is that what I'm hearing? So um, Hobby Lobby starts on the 6th okay. of November, but we don't, which is next Monday, but yeah. we only have one Hobby Lobby here. Yeah. So then um, when Dixie's, we have uh, six Win Dixie locations. Um, they start on the 13th, which is the following Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, Walmart, we um, are at the US One location and at Durban Pavilion. Okay. Um, they start on the 18th of November. All right. And then we have t- about 20 public locations. Okay. All the way, we've added Beachwalk, Rivertown. Um, Treaty Oaks, we added the new one in Mirabella up in World Golf Village. So lots of new locations for people to be able to. Are there, um, is there a place to register your, your storefront as a location to have a ringer? So they can call us at the office and um, we can arrange something if a private business owner is, Mm -hmm. is interested in doing something like that. Okay. Typically the bigger locations, like Walmart, Publix, Hobby Lobby, um, and, and Winn-Dixie, they do like na- almost like national contracts mm-hmm. with the Salvation Army as a whole. Yeah. But smaller um, corporations or businesses just call the office. And if they're willing to have a bell ringer, yeah. we'll try to supply them with one. I will say if anybody from Bucky's is listening, <laughs> we'd love to have one there. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Saturdays. That'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a busy To have place. a red kettle next to that big old Bucky statue. Yes. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah. On a Saturday would be fantastic. That place is a madhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's certain Lord. days I live around the corner from it. Yeah. So I know when not to go. Oh yeah. I hate to go to Bucky's on a weekend. I love Bucky's yeah. on a weekday. <laughs> yeah. You got to go like uh, we were traveling up to Tennessee. We stopped at a Bucky's near Atlanta somewhere yeah. and it was like three o'clock in the morning. And yeah, after it, w- 12. it was still like, yeah. are you kidding me right really? now? What are you people doing out here? So, yeah, I see on, was it a weekday or a weekend? Yeah, it was a Thursday night. Oh, wow. wow. That's wild. What if there's a football game well, Friday morning or something? Yeah, no, right? By, a concert? Possibly, but it was like, wow. wow, this looks like just the one at World Golf Village. I was the one, yeah. in, I was at the one in Daytona Beach the other night about midnight, and um, there was anybody there. Really? No, because they were, they were power washing the walk. I shouldn't tell this, uh-huh. but they were power washing the walk. I, I'd been walking all day. I put my Crocs on. I walk in the store all proud. Next thing I know, boom, I'm falling. Oh, my family's no. in the store. They're, you know, oh, there's nobody around. And this little couple coming in, and fortunately, they helped me up. And yeah. my ego was bruised, but I was okay. But yeah, yeah so maybe you shouldn't go to Bucky's that time. <laughs> I'm surprised the Crocs didn't save you. Um, no, they, well. Crocs are really dangerous, actually. Yeah, very, <laughs> wow. Let me just tell you, they're slippery on wet. Okay. Yeah. Note to self. Yeah. There was actually a study about, because people like tout Crocs as being, you know, a non-skid shoe option. Yeah, like but servers wear them. The amount of um, fall injuries increased 
<laughs> with the number of crumbs. Well, maybe when you notice. first get them, it's yeah. okay. But if you wear them long enough, you're going to slick the bottom of them up pretty yeah. good. And mm. I'm pretty sure mine are like 100 years old. So yeah, they're it, comfortable though. Yeah, I've had sure. slip and fall accidents with crock wares in numerous <laughs> places that I work. It's it's tragic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bu- uh, kettle buckies would be absolutely fabulous. That would be fantastic. So I don't know what they're... Because you could do the Bucky's onesie because they sell Christmas onesies too. <laughs> Oh my god. Do the Bucky's onesies with the bell ringer? <laughs> I had to get gas there this morning and yeah. they were taking down the Halloween blow up and they replaced it with a Christmas, Christmas blow up. Just course. like that. Look at all that. the Halloween yeah. shirts are gone. All the mm-hmm. Christmas shirts are there. It's, yeah, so it's Christmas now. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Christmas at our Halloween and the Halloween party at Disney and the and the Christmas party at Disney are are pretty wild if you've never been. Those are a lot of fun. We've done with our kids lots of times. But like I think the last one is Halloween for the Halloween party and people are there. It's, it's open until like one, they don't kick out the last person until like one thirty-two Cause we've been the last family that's been kicked out. <laughs> and then they immediately start tearing down all of the Halloween. Mm-hmm. And by the time they reopen the next morning, it's already Christmas. That's great. And it's just wild. Yeah. I was there, but I didn't get to go to the Halloween party, but yeah. I was there, saw the, all the decorations. The Halloween really party is a lot of fun. Yeah, They used to be um, discounted tickets for the special events. So it wasn't a whole day because you don't get the whole day, but you could get there at 4 p.m. Right. with the party tickets. And so for like $20, $30 cheaper, you can be there from 4 p.m. to like 1 a.m. Yeah. And so you can still see the last of all of the regular stuff and then you get all of the party stuff. And they used to sell fewer tickets for the parties than they did for a regular day. Yeah, my so, son went this year. He loved yeah. it. It was great. It was a lot of fun. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun with the kids. My kids have always enjoyed those. Um, so what else about the Red Kettles? So they're benefiting people internationally because you, you guys are international. We are, but, I, you know, I don't know that we do the kettles in every country. Yeah. Uh, to come to think of it. Um, I know it's an American tradition. Um, there was a Korea, captain, Japan. Chile, mm-hmm. a lot yeah, of other European, yeah, yeah, on top of it. So, um, I know that a, a Salvation Army captain, James McGee, was it that McPhee, McPhee, mm-hmm. that's right. So he wanted to make some money to feed the hungry at Christmas, and mm-hmm. he had a iron pot yeah. down at the wharf in San Francisco, and he would collect money in that, and he would say, "Keep the pot boiling." Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a phrase, and they would put money in it, and from mm-hmm. that it caught on, and and here we are. And there's a certain amount of research about um, the healing power of bells, and really, just the, the sound, <laughs> the I sound agree. of bells, yeah. <laughs> the frequency of it can actually increase mood. It can increase dopamine and serotonin. I don't know, Kim. Do you think I, that happens to us? <laughs> You probably Jan- get a little sick of it. January, oh, man. And every now and then we'll leave one in the van because we can't find them. And then yeah. some kid will get a hold of it and start ringing it. And we'll say, stop. It's, yeah. just, it's July. Like, yeah, like in the office, like if uh, like if there, you just have a, a bell like in yeah. your office and then someone starts ringing it to annoy you, yeah. honestly, mm-hmm. you're like, uh, like you have PTSD all of a sudden. You're like, yeah. no. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is there is research about um, especially church bells and how hearing church bells can increase your mood. And church bells um, are pretty though, like the ones downtown. Yeah, at New- that's pretty. Mm-hmm. These ones. Maybe we should get some church bells. We should. <laughs> yeah, 
We, yeah, I think it depends on the frequency. Mm-hmm. Clay and I have an inside mm-hmm. track on a very special church bell. If you ever want to ring a church bell, what do you mean? let me know. Really? I can get you in. Like you can go bell. up in the tower? You can like Quasimodo. Not, Here? Not from the top of the tower, but. I'll email you. you. Between you and me. <laughs> Anytime you need a healing bell, let me know. <laughs> we had a guy in Arkansas just a few weeks ago to kick off his kettle program. Mm-hmm. He repelled from the top of a building. Oh, yeah. Some Salvation Army captain. Yeah. That's a kettle kickoff. Oh, from goodness. the top of the building. Our, wow. our friend in Orlando, well, he's getting ready to ride the eye. Uh-huh. He told me the other day, he said, now, by the time I'm done, uh-huh. I will have ridden the eye for six days straight. Yeah. <laughs> when you count all the days I've done it. But he'll he'll ride it until they, he collects a certain amount of money. All right. So what can St. Augustine do? That's I don't know. Should we have the first red, red kettle bell ring in St. Augustine from the lighthouse? Or maybe... Maybe one of the Galapagos tortoises can can drag out the bell. Maybe. I'm not going <laughs> to repel from the lighthouse, though. I wouldn't repel from the lighthouse. No. That is a high lighthouse. I think um, it's the fourth tallest in the country. Okay, yeah. I that's... think it's 219 steps. Oh, my. I was just going to say, how many yeah. steps is it? It's 219. And I know that because I did tours and tastings at the winery. Mm. And people would complain about the 20 steps. We had to go to the second floor at the winery. Like, well, you're not, you're 199 less than the lighthouse. Yeah. If you've already been to the lighthouse. Well, we may have to come up with something, you know. Yeah. There was an episode of Leave at the Beaver. Remember, mm-hmm. he climbed up on that billboard and got stuck. <laughs> so, you know, I've heard Sounds guys like that would sit beaver. on top of the billboard until, yeah. and, and, and they collected bikes in Oklahoma. So the, the radio personalities uh-huh. would go up and sit until they got the number of bikes they wanted. <laughs> yeah. it, it would definitely need to be in the historic area so that it would create a lot of attention from all of the you know yeah pedestrians yeah treasury maybe what'd you say trinity the treasury treasury oh top of the treasury that could be fun yeah the call troy yeah we've got connections here let us know what you need help with we'll work on something yeah yeah we are going to be in the christmas parade awesome so yeah on december 2nd so we'll have our um one of our mobile feeding units will Coming down from Jacksonville, we'll decorate it up. Of course, it won't be at nighttime like I'm used to, so it <laughs> yeah. won't be lit up, but yeah. we'll have a wreath on it or something. Yeah, we Christmas do morning scene. parades here in St. Augustine. Yeah. Well, that's because mm-hmm. at night, everybody's going to see the, yeah, nights of the lights. lights, so I'm looking forward to that. And the um, boat parade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The regatta oh, yeah. is always I like beautiful. The boat mm-hmm. I love the regatta. Well, I'd like to get hold of in some locations have a big red kettle that comes yeah. on the trailer. It's like the world's mm-hmm. largest kettle that that's cool. Parade, but there's I don't think there's one in Florida yet. No. Not that I've seen. We had a couple in Oklahoma, but um if you watch the Thanksgiving Day Dallas Cowboys oh, yeah. football game, okay. They do a huge thing with the Salvation Army and the kettles at the goalposts okay. every year. Yeah, That's and awesome. halftime this year. Mm-hmm. Every year time. they do mm-hmm. a halftime. It's the national kettle kickoff. Mm-hmm. But Dolly Parton is the guest this Performer. year. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So everybody's looking forward to that. Yeah. In mm-hmm. fact, my, my buddy in Orlando is actually he he's upset he has he has to go to the game because <laughs> he won the national commanders. Oh, ke- I know he won the national commanders award for yeah. the kettles. So he has to go there and he gets presented with this and he doesn't want to go. And I'm like, well, you know, if you need somebody to go with you, I'll volunteer I mean, as tribute. Dallas Cowboy <laughs> football game, Dolly yeah. Parton. I mean it, yeah. there are worse places to be. But he's like, I got to buy in, go to the game. Then the next day, I got to get up and come home. I'm like, so? <laughs> so what? That's fun. <laughs> sounds a, it I, sounds that way to me. I'll do it. I'll be your plus one. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I'm super excited about the kettle um, kickoff. I'm going to talk to my family and see if we can find a date 
to volunteer. That sounds like a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And I would love to have my, my puppies out there in their Christmas sweaters and Santa hats. Um, so maybe I'll let you guys know if we get a date set up and we mentioned a little bit about angel tree. Yes. So angel tree is near to near and dear to my heart. We've participated in angel tree through our church. Um, our church volunteers or participates in the program every year. And it's always a big deal with our youth group. And so my oldest has been in youth group for a couple of years. My middle child is just in youth group. So this is going to be his first time at Angel Tree. And he's super excited because he's heard how much fun it is to do. Yeah, and the angels should be ready soon. We just ordered the allotment for them. Um, Kind of the unofficial dates, November 18th through December 18th. We're giving the gifts out on the 21st of uh, the 20th. Just 20th Wednesday of December. the 20th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that's probably the best day of the year to be at Salvation Army when all the yeah. folks come and get their stuff. That sounds um, amazing. But yeah, we're going to need as many locations as possible for Angel Tree because of the increase okay. um, in kids. I think last year we did, um, well, we're at 165 more kids right now than we were all wow. of last year. And we still are taking applications online. Okay. Um, so um, there's definitely an increased need. Yes, very much so. All right. And uh, it's a lot of fun to go shopping, mm-hmm. like I said, and, mm-hmm. and do that. I I don't know what I would do if, if it wasn't Christmas in the Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. I would be lost. Yeah. And again, I think it's about giving. So mm-hmm. you're teaching your kids how to give back, and some kids, you know, we find that they don't realize. It. I mean, some kids won't get anything at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, no, they won't. Yeah. And it really is a good way to broaden the perspective of anyone that's caught up in, you know, the commercialism side of Christmas, which has kind of evolved, uh, especially in this country or in wealthier countries um, that does kind of have a tendency to take over. Yeah. So it's, it's good tough to focus. because I don't think we we mean to do that, mm-hmm. but we certainly do. And these yeah. are those little things that you can do to kind of put things into perspective mm-hmm. to really want to appreciate what what you have, mm-hmm. um, but then, you know, to help somebody else that don't have as much. Absolutely. And hopefully it makes a difference in the life of that child. Again, I've, I've had grown adults. I had a guy, he was probably in his eighties and we had given him a bike when mm-hmm. he was a child. He sent me a check in the mail and a thank you card 50, 60 years later after he got that. I was just blown away by that, that that's what he would think of at that age in his life go all the way back down port and that was mm-hmm. and it's a big impact i mean and we i think we just kind of do it yeah. but sometimes you have to stop and go wow this mm-hmm. really is that important i imagine there's a certain amount of the logistics of it when you're working for the salvation army that yes. you're, you get caught up in the nitty-gritty that's a good and point how to how to make it happen each year so mm-hmm. when you have those moments where you see the impact that the program has on people that that has to really you know, make all of that hard work worth it, but it also reconnects you to the whole you're, purpose You're spot of it. on. When mm-hmm. I first started doing this, I got caught up with the logistics mm-hmm. and I lost sight of it. In fact, I would just bark out, I hate Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then I got convicted. I'm like, well, this is Christ's birthday. It's the best time of the year. So I've learned through the years that don't sweat the small stuff like that. As yeah. you know, you it, Christmas never goes perfect for us. Mm-hmm. There's too many moving yeah. parts. You do the best you can, and, and when you don't get something right, you just don't get it right, and you, yep. you know, try again and and keep the spirit of giving. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do that, you get such a blessing, and you look forward to it. Mm-hmm. So I've gone full circle with it now. I like can't wait for it. 
Christmas to come. Yeah. Now, we are tired. I will tell you that. <laughs> sure. You um, blink sure. like October 31st mm-hmm. and yeah. you don't wake up until December 25th. Yeah. I tell folks really? it's Christmas for us is one day long. Mm-hmm. It starts the day after Thanksgiving, ends Christmas Eve, and we take naps in between. <laughs> yeah. But it's just one big long day. Yeah. But worth every minute of it. Absolutely. And to think that, you know, my colleagues across this country are preparing and doing the same thing mm-hmm. year in and year out. Mm-hmm. Um, it literally is an army that yeah. is working feverishly to provide and serve. Yeah, and not just us. I mean, you think of all the people in the community that come alongside us mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to do that without that. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you get into this, you go, okay, I know what I got to have. And then every year people show up out of the blue, never even thought of to lend a hand. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a blessing. They I just, mm-hmm. the Lord knows to lay on their heart, to send them our way. Mm-hmm. And I love to hear stories about how there is a need that just seems insurmountable and can even get to the point that you just feel kind of crushed under the weight of this need. And then God provides in a completely unexpected way out of the blue, just touches someone's heart and the exact amount that is needed or the exact need is met You're exactly right and those are just brilliant stories it was dark christmas eve i forget it was several years ago we had wrapped everything up i was ready to go home enjoy christmas eve with my family and a guy shows up at our shelter and he, he said i came to see the salvation army he goes i need to get my son a bike and I just couldn't do it got a bike yeah and i'm like man we gave him all the way and i started so he you know so i'm sorry he walks off and i'm like Oh, wait a minute. Earlier, somebody gave me like a $100 gift card from Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. So I yelled at him, hey, stop. So I said, wait a minute. I don't have a bike, but I got a gift card. If you'll take this and go buy your son a bike, it's yours. And mm-hmm. took it and did it. And, you know, it's little things like that where God does show up, proves himself. Yeah. And he will this year. Yeah, always does. Yeah. And what's amazing is you provide opportunities where other people can be the hands and feet of Jesus. Other Mm -hmm. people can serve and provide and give. And if you don't have the money to write that big check, then maybe you can volunteer a few hours to ring a bell and to smile and wish Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to those that you see. Oh, yeah. On average, one of those kettles will, on a good day, will take in $50 to $100 an hour, sometimes more than that, depending on the volunteer volunteer mm-hmm. wow, that's for amazing. just an hour of your time you could make a pretty significant contribution yeah and all you did was enter and ring a bell yep and we had a uh chat comment about paid bell ringer positions paid bell ringer. oh bell yes ringers. we are hiring for um paid positions okay. um it's uh 13 an hour and there's okay. also a bonus structure um once you hit a certain um goal in your kettle um, and all you need to do is call the number at the office and come fill out an application. You need a form of ID and either a birth certificate or a social, and we can get you processed. Yeah, and I'll tell you that the people that we're hiring are people that we're serving. Yeah. So it helps them at Christmas. Mm-hmm, it helps mm-hmm. us. Um, we do the Dining with Dignity uh, once mm-hmm. a month, and um, most of those folks down there, every time I'm down there last several months, I'm giving them information, said, look, you want to work for a couple of months to mm-hmm. give you something to do to earn some income. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great way to help them, mm-hmm. but also help us. Um, mm-hmm. So that's going to be the key to how well we do this Christmas is the number yeah. of people that we can hire. Like it, you look, we want volunteers, obviously, mm-hmm. but 
if you take 25 locations and we're out eight hours a day, maybe 10 hours, and you got to do that for 30 plus days, that's a lot of man hours. Yeah. Um, and so our, we, we were looking at some like income numbers back in 2017, we had $159,000 in the kettle campaign. Mm-hmm. Last year we did 79,000. Oh, wow. Now COVID yep. hit big and we haven't totally recovered from that. Mm-hmm. But the giving, I don't think, is what's down as much as the ability to attract people that want to work. Yeah. We've lost that somewhat. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of those places to stay empty. Yeah. And every time it's empty, that's money that we're losing that we desperately would need. Yeah. So, yeah, if you need a job, come mm-hmm. see us. Fantastic. And it sounds like it would be, I feel like it would be a really fun job. I mean, yes, you're you're yeah. sitting outside and there's the elements, but you, everyone needs vitamin D, especially in the winter. So get outside. I'm not going to use that excuse in Florida, though, okay? <laughs> I've, I've rang when it's the wind chills below zero. Yeah, that's so, yeah. Not here, I yeah. don't think, right? Well, your blood thins. <laughs> Give it a couple of years. Yeah, I've been, I, mean, I keep being told that. So today I think it's hot, but it's yeah. really not. But yeah, my <laughs> my kids walked out and they're like, "It's so cold outside today!" Yay! <laughs> like, it's it's nice. Cold. Today's nice. It's nice today. <laughs> but so, you know, how long do I have to wait till my blood thins? Give it about two and a half, three years. Well, that's interesting because I yeah. was told ten. Now that's, that's even worse now. Yeah, I would say it happens quick. So it I'd say like. it happens faster than you think. Um, wow. Because, you know, I got to where I could tolerate colder temperatures just in the span that I was in college. And then I came down and I worked outside um, in my job that brought me here. So I was outside every single day of the year, um, working Christmas and all that. So being outside isn't a big deal for me for a job, um, at least when I was younger. Um, but after I left that job, then my blood thinned because when you're outside, even if it's not cold, cold, if you're outside and wet, Oh, that's worse. Then you're yeah. you're cold, even in fifty that's degrees. <laughs> you're well, we have we cold. have family sending us uh, pictures today of yeah. snow, <laughs> and a part of me was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I really like the snow. Yeah, it is. It's nice sometimes, but I'm gonna stay right here. I like to visit snow. Yeah, that would that's right. I, I like I to agree. visit snow. <laughs> it's always good if you don't have to go anywhere. It's excellent when you don't have to go anywhere, and it's excellent if you're not the one that has to shovel. Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah. I had one one year that we rented a house when I was in college, and we had um, a semicircle driveway. Okay. And so I was the Florida girl um, living with a Pennsylvania kid and a Connecticut kid. <laughs> and so the first time we needed to shovel out that driveway, I was out there so excited. Like, I've seen this in movies. This is my that's moment. Great. And I, great. I shoveled the whole driveway. I was completely, like, layered up with my coat, my hat, my gloves when I started the driveway. And by the end, I was in a sports bra and athletic shorts. And and everything hurt the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, the next time the driveway needed to be shoveled, I shoveled out a path for my car. There you go. They got to shovel theirs and they were like, that was fast. I was like, you got once. Mm -hmm. You got the the newbie freebie once and now you've got to earn it yourself. Yeah, well, I'm not leaving Florida, so I'm good. So it's we have our own version of that, though. After a hurricane, if you're close enough to the storm surge, then you have to shovel sand. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the job that brought me here was I was a dolphin trainer at Marineland. 
And it was 2004. And if you were here for that, we had hurricane after hurricane after hurricane. Mm -hmm. And so we had water um, come up and bring sand. So the beach sand was all around our habitats. And it was almost level with the top of the walls. I'm going to guess that's harder than shoveling snow. Well, it's just not only is it um, heavy and wet. So it's like wet snow. Yeah. But there's also this influx of mosquitoes after a storm. Mm. And so you don't have to shovel snow with mosquito bites. That's true. But you're holding that big old shovel. Oh, yeah. and, and we did use snow shovels to do it. Okay. But we're using snow shovels to shovel this wet sand into wheelbarrows and then wheelbarrowing it back to so the, the beach. So the moral of the story is no matter where you live, you got yeah. to do something. You got to shovel something somewhere. <laughs> wow. So Angel Tree, how do you register for Angel Tree if you're someone in need? Um, there's a website for that. Mm-hmm. But... It's uh, it's s a angel okay dot org s a angel dot org and yes. what are the requirements? Do you have to be a family uh, with kids, or is it anyone? Well, actually, we are going to serve some seniors okay. in that as well. So there'll be senior angels okay in the, in part of that. Um, it's for kids twelve and under under, mm-hmm. um, and you just. Really register. You're just going to ask you for to, to prove your income mm-hmm. um, and prove your your kids. You have to have um, documents for them, like their birth certificate, certificate social security cards, yep. and things like that. Um, and it'll ask you to give their clothes sizes because we put mm-hmm. that out on the angel tree. And then and once, you get Christmas lists from the kids. We get too, their right? Christmas yep. lists, and and then once all that's in there, then um, we review it on the other end, and then let mm-hmm. them know. If we've got all the proper documentation, okay. try to make it as easy as possible. Yeah, and and I personally, I try to be as liberal as possible with with yeah. uh, approving those. I mean, sometimes, like particularly now, there are people who would not normally need this. Yeah, but maybe they lost their job, or maybe they they're spending much more money on yeah. stuff right now. So they you know they may think they don't need it. I think you should apply anyway mm-hmm. um, because things are tight for everyone, and if, if you've yeah. got an exceptionally large utility bill and you were able to use the money for that mm-hmm. instead of Christmas and let us pick up the slack for that. Yeah. All right. And if you want to be a location that sponsors a child, how would you, is it the same website? No, you would call the uh, office number. Okay. And um, just you, ask for, um, tell me what you want and then we okay. can put you in the right person. They can get, get it out pretty easily. They would be considered an angel tree donor yeah okay mm-hmm. so to become an angel tree donor do you have to be a nonprofit or can businesses do that we have a woman who um doesn't even want to give her phone number she comes to our door every year mm-hmm. she always asks for a boy and a girl mm-hmm. at a Maybe. certain age yeah and then we give her two angel tags mm-hmm. and she goes shopping for those two um children and she comes back with everything that's on the list mm-hmm. and we don't see her again until next year. Yeah, and yeah. November the 18th is the start date for the two Walmart locations. There should be angel trees, the trees. at Walmart, so you okay. can pick it off. Now, you can also, um, at the Walmart website, we have a registry, and you can buy gifts there and mm-hmm. put them in there. So, And then would, they just get shipped directly to you? And they would yes. get shipped directly Fantastic. to us. Fantastic. And, and that, you, you would do that through your Walmart.com account. Mm-hmm. Okay. You right. look for our registry. Look for the Salvation Army St. John's. County Angel Tree 2023. Mm-hmm. Okay. So lots of ways that you can participate in Angel Tree. If you're at a church like ours that that participates, mm-hmm. then you can do it that way. You can find them at Walmart in the store. Yep. They have trees with the angels hanging on them. 
or at walmart.com. Search for St. John's County Angel Tree. Yeah, just buy awesome. a gift and they'll get it to us. That's perfect. That makes it so easy. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So I know there's lots of lots of reasons to be inspired to give, but I mean, I love I love giving gifts. That's one of the things that just brings me joy um, when I can. But it, especially around Christmas, because it is Jesus's birthday, and we're remembering that gift of salvation when you know God became man. Mm-hmm. You're giving gifts for Angel Tree is such a show of grace. It's such a, it's such a way to honor that, that gift of salvation. Right. Cause you're giving a gift to someone that you're not going to see. You're not going to see their right. reaction. You're not going to get a chance to get a thank you. Right. And our salvation was given to us, even though we never got to give Jesus a hug. Oh, and beautiful. so never got to say thank you to him. Yeah. And so it's a perfect way to honor in what little way you can, that gift of salvation. That you, you're busy on Sunday during Christmas. I could even speak to our congregation. I can, I can come. That's beautiful. Yeah, Thank, I'll no, talk to you. you uh, that He's going to have to cover me at church. Yeah, though. that no, is so <laughs> beautiful. But, but you're so right. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, you know, a wonderful way to celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. And my family is very, like I said, my family is very involved in Angel Tree because the youth ministry at our church does it. And it's their That's favorite great. time of year. That's that is, that and the mission trip are the two reasons why they oh, enjoy yeah. the youth ministry. And it's such a fun event for them. They get to ransack Walmart with all of their youth group friends. They get to buy all these presents for, you know, kids that they're imagining in their head. They're getting the name, the age, the sizes, and yep. their likes and dislikes. And they love it. Mm-hmm. They love just running through the toy section, clothes, and anything that inspires you know, them. No, but that's encouraging, though, that... They take that that way. That's they love it. It's so much fun. So our youth aren't such bad shape after all, are they? There's, See, I think good that shape. the work that Salvation Army does and what it yeah. inspires people should absolutely prove That's, that humanity's not completely without no, its routine. And I, I just came from the Boys and Girls Club yeah. background with the Salvation Army, and I can mm-hmm. tell you, kids are great. They're that way. They're they, fantastic. A lot better than adults, believe it or not. They can't. They really can be. Just how. You know, because we kind of get in our head about what we've done, but the kids are just so inspired to share that joy that it yep. really is inspiring. And then they have a big wrapping party where a lot of <laughs> a lot of them learn to wrap presents on their angel tree um, nice. gifts. So I apologize for the state of the presents that come to you. That's <laughs> but all right. They have this big gift wrapping party and listen to Christmas music and have hot chocolate. And they just have that great time of fellowship where they all get to show each other what they got their kid okay, and wow. then wrap it up. And then, you know, our youth minister delivers it to you guys. It's a really inspiring project. Well, to if you get think about it, in, invite me out and my wife and I'll come out when they're having the oh, wrapping party and yeah, say totally thank you. That. We'd love to do that. Yeah, that is so fun. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get you in contact with okay. our youth minister because be that would be fantastic. So how else, what else is going on with the Salvation Army? Um, I was thinking actually our food pantry mm-hmm. actually has a registry at Walmart also. They so do. if you wanted to donate to our food pantry, mm-hmm. um, you can uh, look on walmart.com for our registry for a food pantry and you can buy us all the shelf stable food. It comes directly to our office and then our caseworker, John will stack our, our small office yeah. food pantry and um, we'll keep giving food out to, to the, to the needy. 
Did you, I know that you needed more space for all of this amazing, you know, stuff, all of the stuff that comes in that you can bless all of these people. Were you able to find more space? We do not have an angel okay. tree warehouse yet. Okay. Yeah. So that we're still is looking a push. Still a big mm-hmm. need. Yeah. Okay. Um, we can make very small places work, but mm-hmm. um, it would make it a whole lot easier, the logistics of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we, it, it's a little easier now maybe to ask because when you, when you start asking in August and September, mm-hmm. people are so hoping they'll rent out that empty space. Yeah. Now maybe like, well, the new year's coming. We'll just you know, let somebody use it for a couple of months. So yeah. definitely could. I had 2,500 to 5,000 square feet, maybe. Okay. So 2,500 to 5,000 mm-hmm. would be your absolute, you know, dream come true yeah. for what you need. And it really depends on how it's uh, laid out, too. If it's mm-hmm. 2,500 square feet of open space, it, you know, but if it's chopped up, it's a little harder. Okay. Uh, and we've made some pretty interesting places work. I bet. Yeah. Like our chapel. Yeah. I mean, yeah. our building now is mm-hmm. not real big, but if we have to make it work, we can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in the three two zero eight four area or zip code would yeah. be best for yeah, us. That's a good point because um, it you know if the the gifts are all being delivered to our office, we need to be able to have the the time to get them to the warehouse for all of the sorting for the volunteers and okay. all of that kind of stuff. So that's right. important. If there's a bathroom in there, it'd be great. Yeah. Even better, kind of. You know, Kim yeah. doesn't know this, so. so we can get a bathroom. Ain't not a good one. <laughs> well, we can get one. <laughs> But yeah, so it would be true. Nice. Okay, would be nice. indoor plumbing. A real one yeah. would be nice. So, okay. um, what else? Just this. How would someone contact you if they have a space that they're interested? Call Just the office, office number. Yeah, it's on okay. our our releases and the information we gave you. Okay, mm-hmm. Clay, could you um, find that on the information that I sent you and put the number in the comments, please? Sure. Thank you so much. All right, so you had the. The stuff you were doing with Columbia. Remind me of the name. Uh, the Community Harvest Program. Community yeah. Harvest mm-hmm. Program. So that, how's that going? Um, that concluded at, okay. the, at the end of September. Right. Um, I don't find out until the end of November okay. um, how much we're going to receive in gift certificates. Okay. Um, but we, we're still giving them out um, to, uh, to our gifts, uh, as gifts to our volunteers and mm-hmm. people that we work closely with. Um, Because they do expire at the end of November. (laughs) So um, I think we're going to have like a church event that we're using them for and um, some other things like that. So that's fantastic. Yeah. So will you come back and give us an update on that when you have that number? Of course. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. So what else do you have going on? Well, you know that we're doing, we're in the closing stages of a mission planning study. Okay. So what that's going to do is going to tell us what the Salvation Army, where we are and what the future could look like and should look like in terms of program, personnel, um, budgeting, but in particular location. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've had a consultant we hired to do that. They've been interviewing a lot of people in town Mm -hmm. um, to give their opinion. So we hope to sometime here in November get a preliminary report on that. We'll take that back and then be able to form our strategic plan moving forward as to what will happen. Like uh, we, we know that we need to serve more kids mm-hmm. in particular. We do it at Christmas. We do it great. We take kids camp in the summer. We're actually going to do a Lego family night. Oh, um, November 17th. Um, Very cool. And where the invites are coming from those 122 families that have already applied for Christmas. Okay. We're going to say, look, I know Christmas is coming. We're going to take care of that. But how 
how would y'all like to come have some hot dogs, hamburgers, and, you know, play some Legos and That's so fun. just have a good family night. And uh, yeah. we're going to be able to do that here in a few weeks. They're going to be a Lego master build contest. <laughs> Maybe. You know, I learned in the Boys and Girls Club, kids love Legos. I yes. mean, man, they're, they're magical. They are. Have you seen the Lego Master show? show? I've just seen it a couple oh of times. Goodness. My just, kids love that show. Crazy. Uh, it's amazing what mm -hmm. they can build with those things. Yeah, it's wild. And there's an app that some of my friends in my homeschool community were telling me about where the Legos that are laid out on the table, you can take a picture of it. And then the app will process those Legos and give you build ideas for what you can do with those wow. Legos. We're going to have to tell Debbie about that. Yeah, I'll see if I can yeah. get the name for it. It's the name of the app for mm -hmm. you. Yeah, because I need the book when I'm building it. I, I got to page by page. <laughs> People think I'm a creative person. Mm. I'm not. I'm really good at mimicking other people's ideas or getting inspired by That's other okay. people's ideas. Um, so anything else coming up? That sounds like so much fun, the Lego build night. That's November... The 17th. The 17th. Yeah. And those invitations are going out to the Angel Tree families first, mm -hmm. right? But if anybody hears that and wants to okay. come, mm -hmm. they, they call the office. Call us and let us know you're coming so we can okay. plan on it. I mean, our building's not super big, so. So will we'll that make be room. At, your at your building? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, what's we'll, that address? Uh, 1425's Old Dixie Highway. All right. And yeah, we'll make room for them. Yeah. That's always, you know, you get around, you shuffle, everyone squeezes. It's yeah. always fun. But yeah, in the middle of all the Christmas stuff, we keep our regular um, programs going. So our caseworker okay. is still going to be seeing people with, for utilities and mm -hmm. rent payments and food boxes mm -hmm. all through that. In fact, his Christmas responsibilities are pretty limited because of that. Yeah, because there's a year, uh, mm -hmm. there's a need every day of the year. Um, so yeah. your primary, you know, non-Christmas functions are to help with utility support food and security and, and then rental assistance and right now. rental assistance okay so that's another call the call the office if yeah, you're in need or, or come into your location and talk to someone yeah All it's right. better if they call and have an appointment yeah just so they don't drive there and we can't see them yeah but if they can't well there's a lot of documents they need to have yeah so you want them to yeah. make one yeah. trip so calling and figuring finding out like the stuff that you need because it's different for um uh rent than it is for like fpl or water mm -hmm. so you want to find out what you got to bring with you and okay. don't want you to waste your gas going back and forth so. yeah absolutely yeah all right so anything else you got coming up you guys are so busy i, know. I wasn't tired till i came in here and started thinking I about all this <laughs> i know i better go home and take a nap get ready <laughs> but no we we are feeling really blessed yeah, things are going well you guys have an amazing docket of ways to serve and opportunities that others can serve alongside you. Mm -hmm. So I hope our 904 Now family signs up for a kettle. Mm -hmm. yes. Sign up for at least one shift or, or get a job with the Salvation Army and mm -hmm. help, yeah. help your Christmas be a little more jolly and help <laughs> other people have a more jolly Christmas. Exactly. Um, so I love having you guys in. We have a couple of other things that um, I skipped right over talking about. We have the ALS walk coming up on Saturday. There's also Feel the Wheels on Saturday. We mentioned a little bit um, earlier this week about that hybrid meaning for that absolutely bizarre, weird roundabout thing that they're trying to do. Definitely participate in that discussion, everybody. Um, <laughs> be, be active in your government's decisions because... Clay's showing you right now. That's a nightmare. And mm. nothing is final until the the asphalt is curing. So I think we need to 
make this not happen. But if it does happen, we need to get a red kettle right in the middle of that weird <laughs> we thing. We too. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Right? So exactly. I would love to see in the comments you guys' suggestions for the St. Augustine Red Kettle kickoff. Oh, yeah, I'd love to know what the locals think would be a cool St. Augustine Red, Ke- Red Kettle kickoff. And I so appreciate you coming in. Thank you, Sergeant. Uh, thank you very much. It's always good seeing you. Always Thanks fun being here. With you. I don't want to fight no, the microphone. <laughs> thank you guys for joining us. Um, we will have a sh- great show tomorrow. We've got another guest that will be talking about all kinds of cool stuff tomorrow. Thank you for joining me, St. Augustine. Thank you, Clay, for pushing the buttons. You're welcome. <laughs> so Clay, thrilled. you're going to be with me tomorrow, right? Yes. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be low stress Thursday for you. I'm not gonna make you do trivia. Okay, I just did that for Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, St. Augustine. We will see you tomorrow. Have a good night.